0: Yes. Okay. Olivia is my partner. I have been dating her for, like, many years.
1: Okay. You see how this doesn't help me, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know know where to put this. I don't know. Right now.
1: Uh, What do you mean, right now?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Ready? Welcome back to Conversational Drift. yeah
1: we uh i'm not even gonna apologize for taking so long in between uploads we uploaded three episodes at once and then now (laughs) what's been like a month already honestly i expect a just appalling upload schedule because i can't do any better at this point so sometimes you know you know sometimes we might have two episodes a month sometimes we might have one episode every two months, or whatever. So,
0: I mean, I don't want to make excuses for us, but I'm going to do exactly that. I'm primarily a college student, and, I mean, as most college students are quite busy, and Josh is primarily a professional photographer slash videographer.
1: Well done, Andrew. We had an entire podcast about my work, and you've already forgotten. (laughs) So, uh, I just wanted to sort of express my gratitude at and, and surprise because we joked quite a lot about having two listeners uh listening to our podcast because that is genuinely what we expected yeah and i'm not i'm not going to go into exact numbers for you know possible in the future sponsorship i, I don't know why uh, podcast numbers are so much more secretive than like youtube or whatever but it's been at least 10 sorry not 10 a hundred times uh more than i expected and i'm not really sure how that happened but it did i'm just gonna put this at the beginning of the show because i don't think that i mentioned it very much or at all in any of—I yeah i didn't mention it in any of the previous episodes we also have a reddit where i post the episode discussion thread type things where you can i don't know put in questions or discussions or whatever you want it's called conversational drift uh same logo same everything yeah that's a that's a place for discussion if you want if you're a reddit person wow look
0: at us go we even have a reddit we're so friggin' professional.
1: We even have a website
0: in progress. Oh my uh, god, we have a website. We're basically a professional podcaster knew, group now.
1: You knew this, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I forgot uh, it. <laughs> all of that will come in time. And yeah, let's uh, begin properly now, I suppose. So you, uh, you told me already, but we can tell now the podcast... People. Uh, you drove all the way across
0: America like yeah. a crazy person <laughs> to go to school. It kind of felt like a crazy person up until the moment that I left my house. Um, yeah. You didn't I, feel like a crazy person when you were driving 3,000
1: miles or however far it is?
0: <laughs> no, it, while I was driving, it just kind of felt boring, to be honest. Although, in in retrospect, it was kind of crazy. And I did have disasters following me nearly the entire way. I mean, there were deadly mudslides that came behind me as uh, Oregon was drenched in a, in a rainstorm, and blizzards in, uh, I think, Utah and Wyoming, and like windstorms in Wyoming and Nebraska, and then another, another blizzard in West Virginia. But it didn't feel that crazy as I was driving. It was mostly just boring. I, I listened to Barack Obama on the way past, on the way through the u s and that definitely made it a lot more interesting. But, see the way that you're describing it sounds like a scene from
1: an apocalypse movie <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> yeah, where the like the person experiencing it is oblivious to how bad it really is. yeah, I was definitely oblivious at the time and i i only, I really only learned about all of these like apocalyptic events following me a- after after i was done driving but each one was like a day behind me almost exactly so if i had left a day later i i could be dead right now who knows i mean it was literally windy enough in wyoming that like semi trucks were being blown over um and if i had been on the wrong side i could have been very smashed so thank god i'm not uh, and yeah that probably would have put a quick Uh, end to this podcast
1: yeah i i mean i don't think the podcast is the first thing on my mind if you died (laughs) it would have been
0: on mine i would have been dying and be like no
1: the podcast (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i've never done done a proper road trip like that before i i can't even conceive of driving for how, how long did you drive
0: 42 hours, uh, I think. Some Somewhere around there.
1: In total? In total. Or in all
0: total. Once? Okay. Yeah. I, I did um, Even two, so. two 12-hour days and then, a, and then like a 10-hour day and then eight and six, I think. I'm not sure if that adds up. I could be completely wrong. But it was something along the lines of that. And I had 27 hours of A Promised Land by Barack Obama, which... I think everyone should read slash listen to, even though we're not sponsored by them.
1: No, Andrew, we need money to recommend something.
0: Okay, never mind. Don't read it. Obama's great. His book is trash. Oh, shit. That's probably slander. His book isn't trash.
1: But... Okay, now you're actively losing us money <laughs> by getting us involved in, in lawsuits. Well, I can tell you about my boat.
0: Yeah, let's talk about uh, the boat. This is probably something that will come up over and over again because it's really cool.
1: I agree so i am uh, in the process of acquiring in some ways a narrowboat which is is a like a houseboat type thing to live on rather than living in a normal house this seems like a, a slightly mad thing to do
0: maybe that's definitely what i thought when i first heard about it
1: exactly i i think that i don't know it's fun
0: I <laughs> I mean, it's one of those ideas that you hear about and you're like, oh, that's kind of stupid. Why would you want to do that? And then you think about it for like five minutes and you're like, oh, maybe that's actually kind of cool. Well,
1: I I, I don't know about... Yeah, well, yeah, I, I've been on a little bit of a spontaneous streak in, in my life in the last while. And I don't know. I'm, the flat that I'm currently in doesn't have things like a living room and whatnot because... London is prohibitively expensive, especially when it comes to renting and flats and real estate and and stuff. And I just thought, why not have a boat instead? And this is sort of something that you and I have spoken about in the past, because I don't want to come across too nihilistic
0: as a way to prepare for the coming climate apocalypse.
1: Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> sort of said it for me. I don't want to come across too nihilistic, but we're all going to die very... No, of course we're all going to die. I don't want to come across too nihilistic, but climate change is a far more severe threat to humanity. the world and everyone and humanity than I think many people notice.
0: Especially the people and, like, the heads of government, unfortunately, which is why I'm so scared of, of our future, especially in the next 50 years or so.
1: Yeah. And so, Andrew and I have sort of discussed... Uh,
0: okay, this... I, I
1: see how this makes us sound like crazy, crazy apocalypse, preppers. zombie, <laughs> whatever, preppers. But I'm thinking about buying a boat...
0: I mean partially as a joke, we're gonna partially like seriously buying a boat to I ride am out the dead rising serious. rising I am dead ocean. Serious. Okay, we're serious I about I could this. not
1: be more serious. We're going to buy a research vessel, like a ship or a sailing boat because all of the fossil fuels will have run out. So a sailing boat and then take it to, to the, the tropical of island of Svalbard. Svalbard, which is off the north coast of Norway. <laughs> um, and just Live there instead because yeah I do I do have a very nihilistic approach to to what's been happening and I, I honestly don't think that there is much that we can do at the moment, especially as individuals. Maybe we'll have a whole podcast on global warming, just discussing the absolute f-ing circus that that whole thing has become.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think that there is a difference between what we're discussing and what is typically thought of as a prepper. I mean, we're preparing for the worst-case scenario, or at least thinking about and discussing preparing for the worst-case scenario without having like a worst-case scenario mindset all the time. And I think that's the difference between us and people that would typically, typically be called preppers, if that makes sense. I would disagree
1: I with you there with your use of the phrase worst-case scenario. The worst-case scenario is a runaway greenhouse effect where the Earth basically becomes venus
0: yeah uh, and kills everything but that, like we can't prepare for that one we're preparing for the worst case scenario that we we, can actually prepare for yeah
1: i think that we are being relatively realistic here so this is basically the whole reason we started the podcast is to raise money for our armada Uh, we're, um, (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna buy an armada we're if you want to, maybe we can set up like a Patreon or something. Right, And right. the rewards can be cabin boy or other nautical term that I'm not aware of at the um, moment. Chef? Isn't that and something so, that boats have? Um, polar bear fighter. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: polar bear fighter. <laughs> a harpoonist. You can, we can hire Har- harpoon. you could think
1: of the possibilities for yeah. just the price of a cup of coffee a week you could be a harpoonist on an arctic research vessel <laughs> during the end of the world <laughs> <laughs>
0: once in a lifetime opportunity just uh, donate now Trust me, this is
1: not a Pyramidski. Um,
0: <laughs> and if you collect five other people to be harpoonists, we will elevate you to the level of Master Harpoonist.
1: <laughs> okay, but actually, seriously, uh, I think we're, we are going to do this at, at some point in our life. And so this is where I'm sort of starting out, is with a narrowboat. So I can learn the ropes, quite literally, on... A quiet canal in London, rather than out at sea for the first time in the Arctic and capsize. So, I will also get my... I guess they're not really sea legs, they're more canal legs.
0: That doesn't really roll off the tongue very well, but... Yeah, it sounds a lot windbeard to be honest.
1: You can fuck off, because... <laughs> because a boat is a boat
0: yeah a boat is a boat so essentially josh is looking for a boat to live in to prepare for the oncoming climate apocalypse that that makes it sound
1: like i am the extreme crazy prepper i'm looking for a boat to live on because i think it's fun
0: and a much more economical solution for living in london right i mean compared to like living in an apartment
1: yeah having an entire place to myself and yeah, I, I just genuinely think that it's a it's a fun novel experience to have. And maybe in the future I can graduate too <laughs> 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 to tropical Arctic Explorer <laughs> during the apocalypse. Hey,
0: Josh there. Arch Grandmaster Harpoonist in control of the, uh, <laughs> our fleet of our harpoonists. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like I like that you've that you fixated on this harpoonist idea. <laughs> I think it's hilarious <laughs> to just you can so you can be junior harpoonist or you can be intermediate harpoonist or you can be master harpoonist. There's no other job here. Just be harpoonist or.
0: Are we starting a cult? We could be, but if we were, we wouldn't tell anyone.
1: No. Okay, so we have the secret cult idea, where we're gonna have harpoonists. Just hear me out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I don't know how much more we can talk about this without arousing
0: genuine suspicion. Right. We wouldn't want anyone to suspect that we were actually going to create an army of harpoonists to overthrow the world and. Because that's too ridiculous to actually happen, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. We, we would never create an army of, of harpoonists. Patreon.com slash harpoonist army. We have, we have a, uh, an actual topic to talk about today, uh, surprisingly enough.
0: No. <laughs> no one will ever see it coming.
1: No. Genuine conversation on a podcast called Conversational Drift? no way it's <laughs> about uh about keeping in touch i think that this topic sort of jumped out at me when when i saw it uh when we were we we actually prepared slightly for this podcast believe it or not a smidgen uh, when, when like we were maybe 20 words of preparation yeah, f- 5 minutes tops.
0: <laughs> yeah, we don't want to like than talk ourselves up too much.
1: Yeah. Something is better than nothing though. But this this topic sort of jumped out at me when we were thinking about what what we were going to what we were going to talk about and it's you know, we live in weird crazy times where it's difficult to keep
0: in touch. Maintaining friendships is Even harder now than it has always been.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think we have done a pretty good job. When I say we, I mean I (laughs) have done a pretty good job keeping
0: up our friendship. I have done a little bit. Don't discredit me entirely. I admit I have not been perfect, but I have done some.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no. I, I, I won't take all of the credit, but... I think that this is this is an inter- interesting conversation to have between the two of us, because I, I mean, I, I know myself, I'm very good at keeping in touch. I am almost an obsessive keeper in toucher, however you want to put it. Yes. Andrew, on the other hand,
0: hey, why, why don't you explain? I it? don't know. Maybe to <laughs> sum up our, our, our friendship and our, our patterns of keeping in touch, Josh keeps a list of things to mention when he calls his friends. I remember <laughs> that we're going to have a phone call when Josh asks if now would be a good time.
1: Okay, I keep a list of things to talk about. I think that's a very clever thing to do because I
0: do too. I just never that... would have thought
1: about it. But it it means that you you won't ever run out of things to say and I'm I'm a, admittedly a rather forgetful person. And so I keep a list of just as i go about my day if i come across something interesting i will just write it down as an interesting thing that happened in my day that i can talk about with someone over the phone yeah especially during this pandemic because you know we don't have that many interesting things happening in in our lives
0: and organic conversations happen far far less often i mean Talking over the phone is, for some, for some friends, for a lot of me and my friends in particular, it's one of the only ways that we can really keep in touch. I mean, organic conversations don't really arise, and keeping keeping a list of things to talk about when non-organic conversations arise, I suppose, is a good way to to ensure that it'll be an interesting conversation.
1: Yeah, and to breed further conversation, right? I mean. Yes.
0: No, I'm... Uh. I started
1: saying something and then I, I forgot what I was saying halfway through.
0: <laughs> and this is why things. he has a list. <laughs> wow,
1: you brought it back. You brought it back, you comedian.
0: You. Yeah. See, I'm so forgetful that if I had a list, which I don't, I would forget to write things down on my list of things not to forget to say. I.
1: No. You might have gotten that a little
0: bit mixed up. But yeah,
1: I, 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 might I not. get what you're saying. What
0: I? I, I, would have, I would forget to write things down on my list of things not to forget. I think I said that right. Moving on. Okay.
1: I think that <laughs> the reason that we still have a functioning friendship, despite living way too many kilometers away, is because I am this
0: obsessive keeper-in-toucher. Hmm, yeah, we can measure the distance between us and oceans. It used to be two oceans, now it's only one. Progress. Yeah, and I think that maybe stems from different, well, obviously different living situations. I mean, we, we live in different places with different friend groups with different collections of different collections of people surrounding us but also i think in part different personality types and different like needs for human connection i mean i i have several friends that i that were friends in high school that i haven't really kept in touch with very well but i do see them occasionally and when i see them i i feel like our our friendship hasn't suffered a whole lot from from not keeping in touch over over the course of months or Years that it's been, um, and yeah, that, I guess that's kind of how I I tend to naturally treat most of my relationships. That, but I mean, not all, obviously. Most of my relationships, that they'll they'll be fine when the two people happen to come back into contact, and I, I guess that doesn't work for everyone, obviously.
1: I mean, I can see the logic of that, but. At the same time, I think that I'm the kind of person who pretty much gets along with with everyone that I come across. I mean, that's been my experience. I mean, maybe there are people that think that I'm less than all that, and that's fine. But I think in general, I I get along pretty well with most people. But that doesn't mean that I have this sort of soul bonded connection with with everyone whereas i and, and i think that when i do come across someone that i that i click with instantly i think that that's something that i really try and cherish and hold on to because there aren't that many people in your life that you will come across that you are so compatible with and so i mean andrew you are the first person that i have ever come across who i can just i mean if we're if we're living in the same place like when we were in high school i could just walk into your bedroom and say get up lazy bones we're going for a trek <laughs> and could
0: just, that could, actually uh, happened
1: on multiple occasions and andrew would turn off his star wars rebels and get dressed.
0: I was watching at 3
1: the 3 p.m. That's <laughs> You're making me
0: sound really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. Yeah, I mean, you, it, you're, you you're are good. right. I, I know I'm right. I would uh, stop watching TV and put my clothes on at 3 p.m., and then we would go on a hike, and it was wonderful. It was wonderful. And there are very, very few people,
1: if any others, that i've come across who can express that level of spontaneity and enjoyment in the nicer parts of life you know i think especially considering it was high school time a lot of people were more
0: concerned with homework and
1: homework that, that's
0: that's pretty, that's pretty much, much all of the things I don't know. That, i'm having a hard time remembering things i actually cared about in high school
1: whereas i i think that it, it takes someone like you someone that i think is better than the average person oh you're to make me blush i know <laughs> better than average andrew nord
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's going on my cv
1: i was once called better than average on a podcast.
0: Yeah, I don't have to mention that it was my own podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Someone, Someone to notice that, you know, in 10, 15, 20 years, you're not going to remember the maths homework that you did that day. You're probably, if you go on a trek, you're going to remember that instead. If you go for a trek in the Himalayas, which is where we went to school. And because I so rarely come across someone like that, someone like you, I cherish and cling to that friendship. I think for the best. I, I agree. I mean, now we have a podcast, so what could go wrong? Now on? we have a podcast. So let me ask you, Andrew.
0: Why are you so bad at keeping in touch? <laughs> 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 yeah, I, that's a, a fair question. One which you have asked me many times, and my partner has asked me many times, and, and various other friends and my parents, and other family members have asked me many times. I don't know. I, oh
1: God, this is really more polar opposites than I thought or than yeah, I realized.
0: Yeah, no, no. It's not just you that I'm good at ignoring. I'm good at ignoring everyone. <laughs> <laughs> good at ignoring them. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think I'm, I mean, I for the vast majority of my life, I've been surrounded by people that that uh that i don't know that are easy to have a friendship with so i i think maybe in part i have kind of placed an emphasis on creating and maintaining relationships in the location that i am i'm currently at and i guess that can be at the expense of of maintaining relationships that that aren't in the present location um which yeah, in retrospect, is unfortunate. Um, not because I mean, I haven't I, I haven't lost any relationships because of that that I can think of, but I have definitely caused quite a bit of frustration. Um, in <laughs> in in my partner and Josh and my parents <coughs> and other various family members. Speaking of which, I do have to remember to call them after we're done talking today. Mm. I'm probably maybe not you remember. Should, maybe you should put that on your list. I don't have a list. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should
1: use this opportunity to make a list.
0: Yeah, I probably should. But I, I, I'm, I'm a very forgetful person. I, most people don't believe me. I, Josh doesn't believe me. Olivia doesn't believe me. My parents don't believe me. But I, I do say and I do often remember that I should make an effort to like, call or text or write a letter to, to these people that I do care quite a bit about maintaining a relationship with. But I often remember, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm definitely going to remember this in like an hour when I have the ability to do it. And then I forget um, within like five minutes. And yeah, I, I'm, I guess not, also not a very organized person um, as far as like, like keeping my information surrounding me intact. Um, I don't I don't keep lists of like anything or like I don't keep homework lists or things to talk about lists or due dates. I mean, I I, saying this makes me more ashamed of myself than I think I should. (laughs) Um, You know, I was I was just going to say we've been
1: we. Yeah. You and I have been bashing you pretty badly. Yes. I think. But I don't know. I can see that there are. Some pros to your situation. I mean, I'm, I'm of course glad that I made the effort to get you to s- s- not forget me uh, after we were no, no longer in a geographically convenient place. Right. But I can see how, how it is very helpful for, you know, mental health wise to have solid relationships that are geographically convenient to you
0: and and the capacity to let go of relationships that the the capacity to to let go and forget about relationships that aren't aren't that would take a lot more effort to maintain that has probably benefited me more than i realized and to my credit i think i am quite good at maintaining relationships that are uh that are like in a a close geographic proximity to where I am. Better than average, I would even say.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: I, mean I might not have been in high school and we were actually in like a close geographic location, but I think I am now. And I think that I am quite... The, the amount of good that I am at maintaining geographically close relationships has come at the expense of maintaining relationships that aren't geographically close. Is there a more complicated way I can say this? Because I think I should really try and go for more complicated. I don't think <laughs> I've said this in a complicated enough way.
1: I think you said it in the most convoluted way possible.
0: My goal today is to be as uneloquent as possible.
1: You are succeeding, good sir. Thank you. You are succeeding.
0: Even though I haven't put, to be honest, very much effort into, not nearly as much as I should, effort into, re- into maintaining relationships, relationships with Josh, Olivia, and my parents. I, I have benefited greatly from it. I mean, they, these people around me have, have put in a disproportionate amount of the work required to maintain a relationship, and I am infinitely grateful. And it has inspired me to do better, which I think all of these people can agree I have done. I have improved, maybe not significantly, but at least slightly. Hold on, what the fuck? I think someone's stealing a bicycle. Hold on. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, just outside my oh okay I can't I can't even hear what I'm saying. Take a
0: video. They are stealing
1: devices. Holy shit. Why are they fixing Go it? tackle them. No, they're sti- they're, stealing they're stealing it,
0: they're stealing it, they're stealing it. Oh my Hold god. On. I need to get my What a terrible human.
1: So who's I, okay, so I've i got a video of of them taking it. I, I don't know what to do now though. Uh, I need to call the police. Um, okay, let's put the let's put this podcast on hold right now. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ! What an insane thing to happen when we're recording. We're becoming like the Bike thieving podcast or something now.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: literally three of our four episodes. This is
0: number two and th- three. I guess three of it. Yeah, we talked about yeah, yours three. being stolen, then you recovering, and now someone else's is stolen. Do you know whose it was? No, I just I so I called the police, because
1: um, I took a video of these bastards, uh, and. Um, yeah, I have no clue whose bike it is, but thank goodness it wasn't mine again.
0: Jesus. Was it... Could you, like, see what bike it was or, like, how they were stealing it or what? Like, give me the details.
1: The juicy details? Right.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, I, I don't know what I'm allowed to say or not because now I have filed an official police report,
0: but... I guess that's true, if it's part of like an ongoing investigation or whatever,
1: yeah, I don't know. a nice little blue bicycle stolen with an angle grinder by these two mm. Jesus Christ, I hate bicycle thieves, I hate them,
0: yeah, yeah, I hope the police can catch them, not yeah. that they at least like put effort into catching them.
1: Yeah, I mean, now that I... So, the, I, this is maybe a little bit boring for podcast listeners to hear, but I just went through this, and to, so I have a lot of adrenaline. And uh, uh, <laughs> the police put out like a... Um, whatchamacallit, search, not search, uh, warning or whatever to all of the local policemen. So if they... I gave them the identifi- identifying features and whatnot. Though also it makes me realize that eyewitness testimony is complete bullshit. Complete bullshit. Because I I watched this happen and then called the police two seconds later, near enough. And still I got the description off the top of my head incorrect. So I started describing these two people, because obviously the policeman asked me, and... So I I started describing describing what they were wearing and stuff, and then I thought, hang on a second, I have a video. I'm going to look at the video. And I noticed how many things I got wrong in just those two seconds.
0: That's remarkable.
1: Our brains are so rubbish at remembering (laughs) details
0: like this. Yeah, I mean, that's really, like, I don't know. Throws into like question how many convictions have been false convictions? I mean, I know there's statistics on like the number of convictions that have been overturned, but I'm sure that there are more convictions that have been false convictions than those that have just been overturned. And I'm sure it's been aided by eyewitness accounts that are very, very false.
1: Yeah, I knew that. I knew before this incident just now that eyewitness, eyewitness testimony is not reliable at all but now mm-hmm. I, I i at least thought you know in the way that we all think that we're special i at least thought <laughs> i think you know i would be a little bit better i think than average i think i'd be oh, a little yeah. bit better than average and now <laughs> my brain is melting <laughs> I, I am amazed at how quickly that information left my brain.
0: It's remarkable. And not even how terrible memories are, but how terrible memories are and how good we think they actually are. We had an actual conversation most people...
1: that we were having just before this. Oh, yeah. What were
0: you we talking about?
1: I don't we remember. were talking about
0: like maintaining <coughs> relationships or something like that.
1: Maintaining relationships, but I don't know what we were talking about.
0: Yeah, good luck editing this one. Oh, It's good to, for to you. It's gonna be such a mess.